0: Welcome to Deep Breath Podcast, where we explore spiritual practices, ways of connecting with God, with others, and ourselves. And where you are invited in to maybe try on a new practice. Well, I'm flying solo today, friends, and I've been having a lot of conversations with uh, friends and neighbors on the subject of aging I know age is a relative term, and I'm in my upper 50s, so I'm not in my 80s or 90s, but I remember when I was young, I thought that was old, being in your upper 50s. And I'll be sharing some spiritual practices that I believe are a real gift to us as we get older. Thanks for joining me and listening to my thoughts today, friends. Welcome. Well, a deep breath, we begin with a breath. How is your breath today? Is it short? Is it shallow? Drop yourself down into your breath and then make it longer and perhaps deeper. Well, I'm glad you've come along for my little chat today. Uh, These are my thoughts on aging. So when it comes to aging, I got to start off with the story of a friend of mine who passed away years ago. There was a short period of time, a wonderful couple of years, where I had the privilege of driving her to church every week. And for about 20 minutes each way, I had her captive in my car to glean from all of her wonderfulness. Her name was Willie or Wilhelmina. It's uh, a Dutch name and she was a Dutch woman and she had a thick accent. She had fascinating stories because she was a nurse in World War II, and she served in the hospitals, and she heard bombs dropping nearby. She actually knew Corrie Ten Boom not really well, but she knew her, and she aided in hiding the Jews during the war. She also told me stories of her and her husband, who both spoke several languages, being missionaries in Papua New Guinea and other places. I have a precious photo of her hands holding her Dutch Bible. Was never far from her. She is was a woman of prayer and she had so much wisdom, wit, and a twinkle in her eye. I'm gonna post that picture on all the socials for you. When I think of Willie and all I received from knowing her in her older years, I don't fear getting older. So Willie added so much to my life. You literally wanted to sit near her, just hold her hand, and hear more stories. God was definitely working through her although she was past all those notorious things that she did in her lifetime, including being a wonderful mother and grandmother. The reason I wanted to share some thoughts about aging is because of conversations I've been having lately. Questions like this. So when did you start to feel old? And why are we talking about our aches and pains all the time? Well, maybe we're too old to do that. Or this common one. I wish I had the energy and drive I had when I was younger. Are we really as old as we feel inside? Well, first I'll share my thoughts on aging in kind of a bullet point fashion. And then second, I'll share the writings of some wonderful authors on the subject. And third, I'd like to share with you some spiritual practices that could be discovered in our so-called golden years. So these are the benefits I see to aging that have kind of been rolling around in my mind in the last few weeks. I used to worry about my clothing size or how I looked in the mirror, but now I just want to be healthy and comfortable in my own skin. I used to look at outer beauty and make judgments. Well, now I'm realizing there's so much beauty in all different kinds of people in the world. When I look someone in the eyes and I get to know their inner self, I'm constantly surprised by the beauty that shines through their soul. I used to be worried about climbing the ladder and making something of myself. But now I realize I'm right where I need to be. And success has a different measuring stick than I once thought. I used to be concerned about having lots of friends and being invited invited to parties and social events. Now, I long for a quiet day in solitude. Honest. (laughs) I used to have dreams of what God would fashion my life to be. And now I realize that I'm living that dream. I used to gaze into the future with excitement while ignoring what's right in front of me. Now I'm learning to spend more time in the present and less in the past or the future. I used to think I knew a lot of stuff. And now I know that I really know very little. And last but not least, my neighbor who just had her 80th birthday reminded me that A benefit of getting older is you get a lot of discounts and extra savings as a senior. Well, moving now to those thoughts of authors I've been reading on aging. First of all, Paul, the author of Romans in the Bible says, for we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only that, but also we ourselves having the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons and daughters, the redemption of our body. Well, I literally feel my body groaning at times, so I'm eagerly waiting this new and complete body that I will receive one day. John O'Donohue shares the Celtic view that old age is like the autumn season. He says, if you can come to see aging, not as the demise of your body, but as the harvest of your soul, you will learn that aging can be a time of great strength, poise, and confidence. He goes on to say, aging is so frightening because it seems that your autonomy and independence are forsaking you against your will. To the young, old people seem ancient. And when you begin to age yourself, you recognize how incredibly quickly time is moving The only difference between a young person at the height of their exuberance and a very old person who's frail and physically wasted is time. And John goes on to say, our idea of beauty is impoverished now because beauty is reduced to good looks. There's a whole cult of youthfulness where everyone's trying to look youthful. People have facelifts and they try endless methods to keep the image of youth. But this is not beauty at all. Real beauty is a light that comes from the soul. It is lovely to meet an old person whose face is deeply lined, a face that has been deeply inhabited, to look in the eyes and find light there. Such a gaze from an old face is a kind of blessing. I also love this from John of the Cross. In the twilight of life, God will not judge us on our earthly possessions and human success, but rather on how much we have loved. In his book, Falling Upward, Richard Rohr talks about knowing when you're in the second half of life, as he calls it. One litmus test, according to Father Rohr, is this. Your concern is not so much to have what you love anymore, but to love what you have right now. I love that. So here's a few practices, friends, that are surprising comfort in our later years, I think. And the first one is the practice of stability. Now, this is a new one for me as well. Many monastics take a vow of stability. They commit themselves to a particular place and they stay rooted despite changes. Jan Richardson says, stability is not just about physically remaining in one place. The practice of stability impels us to find something worth giving ourselves to for a long, long time a place, a community, a person, a path, and in that to grow deeper in relationship with the God who dwells there. Another practice might be the practice of simplicity or clearance, as John O'Donohue calls it. I like that term. When you get older, you can stand back from your life and see it more clearly. It might be a time to remove some of the burdens that you've carried all your life. Then this lightness can bring you to true inner freedom. With more time on your hands and less commitments, your life becomes more simple, and there are gifts in that simplicity and the choice that it brings. Richard Rohr calls the latter half of life second simplicity a place where we may have less need to talk, to be compulsive, change people create drama, or posture, or prove yourself. He says, second, simplicity has its own kind of brightness and clarity. And then third, the practice of stillness and solitude. It's one we talk a lot about on Deep Breath Podcast. And as we get older, our restlessness fades, and your life can take on a new kind of stillness and solitude. From that posture, you can learn more about yourself those around you, and God. As Augustine's famous expression says, you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. At times I have felt too old, <laughs> washed up. Um, sometimes I feel past the point where I am of much use. That's at, not every day, but at times. And maybe you have too. So perhaps you're retired and you don't have a position or people coming to you for your skills and your knowledge, and maybe you're just physically not able to do what you used to do. Well, these things can make us feel as if we don't matter anymore, or that we don't have a purpose. But I wanna encourage myself, and let me encourage you, friends. This is not so. You do matter, and you have a great purpose, God is the great recycler. Nothing's wasted, and there is no person that is beyond being blessed and used by Him if your heart is willing. Friends, we so desperately need what you have to offer the world. And as I think back on my friend Willie and all that I learned from her life in her 80s, I know we all need what you've learned and the wisdom that you've obtained over the years and the light that shines through you. You do matter and you have purpose. Let me leave you with this blessing. May the light of your soul mind you. And may all of your worry and anxiousness about becoming old be transfigured. May you be given a wisdom with the eye of your soul to see this beautiful time of harvesting. May you have the commitment to harvest your life, to heal what has hurt you, to allow it to come closer to you and become one with you. May you have great dignity. May you have a sense of how free you are. And above all, may you be given the wonderful gift of meeting the eternal light and beauty that is within you. May you be blessed, and may you find a wonderful love in yourself for yourself. That's by John O'Donohue also. Well, friends, a transcript of this podcast can be found on my blog at www.breatheandbe.net, where you can also see the lovely photo of Willie holding her Bible. And of course, as I said, it will also be on social media. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you enjoyed these thoughts on aging. So if you are a young one, you can, of course, always uh, pass it on to someone who's aging who might really benefit from this. Um, I'm really grateful to share these thoughts with you today, and I'll see you next time, friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time, and don't forget to take a deep breath.